Hey guys, it's Josie and I'm here with the Guy Rose and today we are discussing Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. I'm Chastity. I'm Julianne. And I'm Alexa. Now, the main topic of part one, as we see it, is confusion. And we all have those days when we are so confused. And I remember when I was in kindergarten, I was learning how to read and I was so confused. I didn't understand anything that was going on. I was just kind of lost in a haze. Nothing was making sense. So I threw my books across the room. Now I'm not recommending that anybody does that when they get confused. And I'm not saying that it's not okay that, to get confused either. So what is going through these characters' heads is the same thing. Guy, Montag, Mildred, Clarissa, they're all fighting their own battles and they all want the same thing to happen, which is to clear up the confusion. Mildred is confused about her life. We can obviously see that through the fact when she tried to commit suicide. We can obviously see Guy Montag is confused by what is in the books, how they are written and what's going on with them. And Clarissa is confused. She has her life more figured out, but she is confused at how others see the world different from her. And we all have those days, but these characters are trying to figure that out. So now we're gonna move on to the 30 second summary part of our podcast. Uh, we're all gonna try to summarize part one of Fahrenheit 451 in less than 30 seconds. So Josie, do you wanna go first? Yes. In part one, Guy Montag is a fireman who burned books for a living. He's been doing it for years and every day he goes back home to his wife, Mildred. He um, finally meets his new neighbor named Clarice and she brings to his attention that he might not be happy with what he's been doing. He starts to notice how his his job is not very good and not very interesting and it hasn't been um, very good for the people around him. Uh, a woman um, is burned with her books and he realizes how cruel his job is. He realizes he's not happy with his relationship and he needs to see what's happening with his confusion. Just a little over 30 seconds, but Chastity, you think you can do better? Yeah. Okay, ready, set, go. So there's a main character named Mildred, Montag, sorry, and his wife is named Mildred. They're not very happy in the relationship, and Clarice Clarice basically helps them realize that. And he burns books for a living, and so when he goes to work, he basically burns a woman, and after that, he gets curious, why did the woman die for her books? And she, and he brings a book home. Perfect, that's one thirty exactly. All right, my turn. Ready, go. Okay, so Guy Montag is the main character and he goes home to his wife, Mildred, every single day and she is addicted to the TV. One day he meets his new neighbor named Clarice and she brings to his attention and opens his eyes that what's he's, what he is doing may not be right. Montag starts to get curious because he starts to see books in a different way after he experienced a woman dying for them. So he starts reading the 20 hidden books he has at home. All right. 30 okay. seconds. 30 seconds. Perfect. Beautiful. Ready, Julianne? Yeah. Go. Okay. So the main character of this book is Montag, and he is a fireman, but instead of uh, putting out fires, he starts them, and he burns books. 
he thinks that this is perfectly fine and he's happy with his life until he realize he meets um, his neighbor Clarice and she makes him realize that he in fact isn't happy and his relationship with his wife Mildred isn't going very well and he just realizes that he's not at a place where he wants to be and this is like further enforced when he goes on a job to go burn a house full of books and he meets a lady there and she owns all the books but instead of um, letting her books burn she d chooses to die with them and that makes Montag really curious and confused about what could be in the books that makes a woman want to die for them and that makes him want to read um, the hidden stash of books that he has in his house. We were all a little over 30 seconds that's okay we just need to work on those. <laughs> So as we've been talking, we have found more about confusion, and we all touched on different points slightly on our summaries, which is okay. And I want to bring to attention page seven. Um, this is when Clarice kind of starts talking to Monte, isn't it? Yeah, it's when she asks him whether or not he's happy. Yeah, and he starts to kind of realize some things that he thought aren't really true. So as he says, as she says, and you look, she nodded at the sky, there's a man in the moon. He hadn't looked for a long time. So he's kind of brushed by all of this, kind of in his everyday life, just gone out of his norm to look at this moon with Clarice on this night when he's been walking home. And I, I kind of think it's interesting that he doesn't realize that he isn't happy until yeah. she asks him. And I, I wonder why that is. Like, I how know. can you just ignore that Ign fact? Ignore the moon in the sky that's yeah. been there all his life. I wonder what about society makes him think, like, forget yeah. about that. I mean, it might, this is just a possible theory, but it might be because of the fact that society has, in fact, brainwashed him, and indeed all. It's interesting that you there. think that. I like that thought, that he's been brainwashed. I like that. Yeah, I guess, like, all the TV and everything just kind of distracts them. I definitely think that the reason they're taking the books away is because they want to be teaching everyone only one thing, and so they're all confused because they have nothing to teach them differently. So, yeah. I mean, what else are they going to do? Exactly. And I think what confuses Montague about this moon is it doesn't really say he's confused, but you can kind of see in the way that the author wrote about his body language. Yeah, she asked him, are you happy? Just that simple question. And he, like, he definitely heard it because they were standing right next to each other. But he said, am I what? And he doesn't really, like, since he asked that question, you kind of know that he definitely understood what she was asking. But, like, the word happy to him means, like, are you good with your everyday life? And that's what he's been doing for years. So, I mean, yeah. he's never really thought about it. And he's just kind of been so good with his life that he's confused now why all of a sudden he's unhappy. I feel like the question just kind of took him off guard. Like, yeah. no one's ever asked me this. I've never really thought about this. Yeah. I honestly agree because there's a saying, bliss is ignorance. And I think this actually does apply to this. Alexa did touch base on this where the topic where it's more like maybe the fact that he's been so ignorant and happy has caused confusion in his life. Yeah, and what do you guys think about on page 17 when he is so confused at his wife, Mildred, who tried to commit suicide and he's giving her all these reasons to say, it's okay, maybe you forgot, maybe you just weren't feeling good and you just kept forgetting and you kept taking some. It's okay, it doesn't matter. And she keeps saying, I didn't do that either. 
and he's just so confused about it. Like, how do you guys see that? Yeah, and it's not like he fights her anyways. Like, he gives her these reasons, she denies them, she denies them, and then all of a sudden he just gives up. He doesn't keep asking her. He's like, okay, well, then I guess we'll just move on with our lives, even though she had literally just tried to commit suicide, which is definitely a big thing. I feel like he's just kind of in denial, and he doesn't really mm-hmm. understand at yeah. all why she would want to commit suicide, because... They have everything. They literally have three walls of TV. I know. Confused confused about why she isn't happy. And I think he's confused at why she thinks he has to provide for both of them. She keeps begging, not even just asking, begging for a fourth wall TV when they just got a third. Yeah, she, sorry, she insists for him to work extra and maybe give up some of his valuables just to pay off for another TV. For her benefit and disregard his. Yep. Yeah, and honestly, it doesn't even seem like a husband and wife relationship. It seems more like a child and a mother, because a child, in a way, is needy. But at least in that relationship, the child gives the mother love. In this one, there isn't any love. Maybe respect? Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Do you... Josie, do you actually think that Mildred is confused about what's happening, or do you think she knows what she wants? She wants um, in this part of the section of the book. I definitely think she doesn't really know what she wants, but I definitely think she might have a little bit of question in what she's doing right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like she doesn't want to be the one to question their society. She doesn't want to be the one to make a change. So she's just going along with it. But she, like, I feel like in her heart and what she thinks every day, I think she knows that there's something off. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she has all these questions, and to ignore them, she just kind of buries herself in TV or whatever. Yeah, and later on in, like, the 50 pages, like, those 50 pages, she kind of, in 67, when she realizes that Montag has books, she's confused at why he kept them. And that's not as big of a confusion as Montag had, per se, but she still is confused at why have they been hidden, why don't they understand them now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I do have to agree because it also seems like really everyone's confused. I remember in Miss Britt's class, one of the things that she touched upon was that Mildred was the person that represented how society was. And so, and Guy Montag, that's generally kind of like a really general name. Yeah. So, I also thought it was weird that all of the firemen looked the same. Now, I think that symbolizes the fact that a lot of people have a fixed mindset on the same ideas, the same thoughts, the same everyday emotions about what they want. And as they go through this kind of transition, Montag starts to realize this. And I think it symbolizes that more people need to have that growth mindset idea in their actions and that one person doesn't have to have a view on the world different from others. I feel like they all look the same because they're just kind of like robots. They're not really questioning anything. They just follow along with whatever they're told. Yeah, and I definitely do think it like symbolizes that one person can have a fixed mindset, but that doesn't mean everybody has to.
That was the guy bros talking about Fahrenheit 451 part one. And we hope you come back and listen again. We're signing off.